since at least the late 1960s, there has existed an alternative to the present and past mainstream of radio, known as Freeform, a microcosm of the establishment, presented in a microcosmos of information and entertainment, in a certain unique timelessness. That ethos continues to flourish since the 1980s on the internet. Now it's 19th year online, here is Radio Crystal Blue. Imagine the brain of Hans Dalbrook in this body. Oh, Frederick. This is the moment. Well, dear, are you ready? Yes, Doctor. Elevate me. Now? Right here? Yes, yes. Raise the platform. Oh, the platform. Oh, that, yeah, yes. first crawled from the sea and shouted to the cold stars, I am man. Our greatest dread has always been the knowledge of our own mortality. But tonight, we shall hurl the gauntlet of science into the frightful face of death itself. Tonight, we shall ascend into the heavens. We shall mock the earthquake. We shall command the thunders and penetrate into the very womb of impervious nature herself. When I give the word, throw the first switch. 
You've got it, master. Get ready. than it seems in a place that perhaps you've seen in your dreams. 
for the story that you are about to be told began with the holiday worlds of old. Now, you've probably wondered where holidays come from. If you haven't, I'd say it's time you begun. For the holidays are the result of much fuss and hard work for the worlds that create them for us. Well, you see now, quite simply, that's all that they do. Making one unique holiday, especially for you. But once a calamity ever so great occurred when two holidays met by mistake.
shine on lightning The days are long and the nights are frightening Nothing matters anyway and that's the hell of it Winter comes and the winds blow colder Well some go wiser, you just grew older You never listened anyway and that's the hell of it Good for nothing, bad in bed Nobody likes you and you're better off dead Goodbye, goodbye We've all come to say goodbye, 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 goodbye. Born defeated, died in vain Super destructive, you were hooked on pain And though your music lingers on All of us are glad you're gone If I could live my life half as worthlessly as you I'm convinced that I'll wind up burning too Love yourself as you love no one Be no man's fool and be no man's brother We're all born to die alone You know that's the hell of it Life's a game where they're bound to beat you And time's a trick they can turn to cheat you And we only waste it anyway And that's the hell of it Good for nothing, bad in bed Nobody likes you and you're better off dead Goodbye, goodbye We've all come to say goodbye, goodbye, goodbye Born defeated, died in vain Super destructive, you were hooked on pain Though your music lingers on Well, all of us are glad you're gone
shout out Brother Wayne Kramer. Brother Wayne
The spirit of Halloween continues in what is the oldest tradition in this program that I call Radio Crystal Blue. Dan here right here, you there, and well, hey, listen, the heart of things, uh, I guess I would consider myself somewhat pagan. I mean, hey, I grew up in the church like uh, most folks have, and I enjoyed Halloween as much as anybody else would. Though for this program, this was the first real holiday that I grasped uh, any sort of uh, attachment to in terms of music and entertainment with this program since I began the show in the month of October. I thought, well, why not throw in some Halloween soon? Some classics, some you know, and some you may not know. And that trend's continued over the years and came up with some, uh, what I felt have been some uh, good choices. Some have become cornerstones of the show's history. Some, well, have been forgotten about and dug up again, as it were. I gave you some music there, for, of course, from the MC5, Rock Reducer number 62, Ramalama Fa Fa Fa, from that fantastic live album, Kick Out the Jams, Mofo Mofo, and <laughs> the origins of the band, I mean, really started, helped to kickstart what we would call punk. Wayne Kramer and Fred Smith, who were friends since their teens and big fan of R&B and blues and what would later be called garage rock, liking any music with speed, energy, and a rebellious attitude. And they were popular enough that they were able to quit their day jobs and make a living from the group, playing nightly any place they could in and around Detroit and quickly earned a reputation for high-energy live performances and had a sizable local following. I mean, imagine drawing a thousand or more people to every show. And it was all about the experience. Not just seeing the band, but, you know, being somewhat participant of them. Very interesting stuff. Wayne Kramer, all these years later, announced an MC50 tour to celebrate the 50th anniversary, can you believe, of that live album with a lineup that included Kim Thale and Matt Cameron of Soundgarden, Brendan Canty of Fugazi, Doug Pinnock of King's X, as well as Marcus Durant and Don Was. And Pinnock was eventually replaced by Faith and More bassist Billy Gould. There's a great uh, short video of Wayne actually playing uh, the um, his guitar bit to uh, kick out the jam, saying that uh, most uh, folks on YouTube seem to have gotten it wrong. And when you hear him play, you know it's... Uh, the real deal. And and why the MC5? Well, if you recall, I used to read the liner notes from the uh, late Rob Tyner from the um, CD version of the album, talking about the CD release and, and all this uh, interesting exploration into the experience of seeing the band and also holding the disc. And you remember how I would recite those for years fade up right into the uh, first few songs into the live concert. Real good stuff. Wish I had the recording of that someplace. Yeah, maybe I do somewhere. And with that, it would include, of course, the uh, Kick Out the Jams, but it, you know, <laughs> that was always a highlight. But the deal of it was, it was recorded October 30th and 31st of 1968 in what was termed the, the Zenta New Year. I thought, okay. That's good enough for me. It's an awesome movie 
uh, that you should um, find, maybe you can find somewhere on YouTube or possibly on uh, Amazon or elsewhere, called Phantom of the Paradise. Now we all know of uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show as one of these uh, musical rock opera horror comedy sort of films. Well, Phantom of the Paradise is right there with it, which was released in the same year, 1974, as Rocky Hard. It was written and directed by Brian De Palma, scored by and starring Paul Williams. Essentially, a disfigured composer writes his music for a woman he loves so that she will sing it. However, a record producer betrays him and steals his music to open his rock palace called The Paradise. The composer, now betrayed, dons a new appearance and exacts revenge on the producer. Co-starring William Finley and Jessica Harper. Loosely adapted from Phantom of the Opera, Picture of Dorian Gray, and Faust. And it's a great movie. Even though it was box office failure and actually got negative reviews, while it received Academy Award and Golden Globe nominations, it's become a cult film and highly recommended. Great music. And there were um, two guys from France who met back in the day in the one movie and their teens, which they saw together more than 20 times, was that movie, Phantom of the Paradise. And this movie... And Phantom of the Opera, another movie called Electroma, featured a hero with a black leather outfit and a helmet. Those two Frenchmen, Guy-Manuel de Omenquisto and Thomas Bengalter, we now know as Dapt Punk. <laughs> a song the hell of it, Paul sings over the closing credits of Phantom of the Paradise. In fact, you can also see him, uh, Paul, perform it in an early episode of The Brady Bunch. It's true. Look that one up. How can I not give you something from The Nightmare Before Christmas, the Halloween Christmas uh, shock uh, adult uh, cartoon from the twisted mind of Tim Burton, featuring the voices of Patrick Stewart, and Marilyn Manson. The overture. It opens the whole thing. No RCB Halloween salute can be complete without something from Rocky Horror. And the voices of Susan Sarandon, Barry Boswick, and Richard O'Brien singing over at the Frankenstein place. And a little clip from young Frankenstein to kick things off. This is Radio Crystal Blue. I'm Dan Herman. Thank you for listening thus far. Got a lot of music here as usual for these, uh, I guess, somewhat holiday edition. It's not so much so, I suppose, than in other years, but nevertheless, the point of this program is to entertain, and I do so in a sort of free-form manner, giving you music from leading songwriters and bands, both emerging and established, many of whom are touring and some are part of festivals and other events. It's quite the experience between all the music and all the news that I throw at you. And remember, you can hear this program anytime. Shows are available to download and stream 
and share in full. You can listen, as you may be listening right now, through Spotify or um, Anchor. And Anchor is only responsible for getting this uh, show out into other podcast platforms. There's a whole list of them at the website. And on the landing page, you can see the playlist of the latest shows and the RSS feed doing likewise, and also even more at the homepage. You can pledge your financial support, as uh, Josie Bello did recently, for a monthly pledge. You can um, help keep this program going. The website is anchor.fm slash radio cblue slash support. It's that simple. I haven't really done the Patreon sort of thing. I'm, I know that if I were to have that available to you, there would be reason for me to give you some something for your money, some exclusive content or something else. And I really haven't thought of anything yet to uh, make that uh, valuable. I do want to do something. Maybe uh, DJ Clarit, if I can uh, come up with something that would be uh, creative and uh, hopefully uh, something that would be useful to you. Maybe exclusive content, maybe something separate from the show, maybe something old from the past to bring back. Uh, that's uh, something still to uh, to uh, to think over. Don't know how that will manifest, but I'd like to make that manifest, perhaps. As I said, there's a lot of music here with the holiday show there usually is. I guess we'll get right to it because there's um, all this to give you. Plus, hey, here in the beginning, I should mention also that the other program I do is called Radio Crystal Blue Novus Ordo. If you want to hear some brand new releases and music that's just out now, or at least those that have been released in 2019 from some of the same artists you hear on this program. So that second show right there alongside this one on the uh, RSS feed. Where to begin? Well, I've got something not necessarily brand new, but it was released earlier this year, and... I've got to tell you the story. I kind of wanted to wait till after the segment to, to recap it, but here's the uh, the deal with uh, Todd Snyder. You know, this uh, album I have here is called Cash Cabin Sessions Volume Three. I figure, hey, why not retell the story since we're into this uh, Halloween sort of thing for whatever amount of stock you put into it. Actually, as I say that, my um, my grandfather. Uh, James from Alabama was born on uh, November 2nd. And my grandmother, unless I've got this info wrong, if I'm trying to remember my uh, grandparents, let's see, one was born in December, one was born early November, and it's, and my dad's side, my two grandparents were also November, December uh, marriages. And um, so the November ones are the ones that are around uh, Halloween, All Saints Day. I wanted to tell you about the Todd Snyder uh, album, which I did give you the story of once before when I had first debuted it, but it's worth telling again. And uh, to dig through the liner notes, I'll tell you just how this came to be, quoting here from the, the notes. In the most literal sense, Todd Snyder's new album is the fulfillment of a dream, not the aspirational kind, but an actual dream. A recurring dream Snyder had about Johnny Cash after he first visited Cash Cabin. Cash's recording studio, now owned by his son, John Carter Cash. It all started back in 2015, after Snyder had been invited to the studio to observe country legend Loretta Lynn record a pair of songs they had co-written, including Everything It Takes, which appeared on her album Full Circle, 
police the following year. A couple of days later, Slender had a dream in which he was at Cash Cabin, asleep in the middle of the floor in the studio's tracking room, with neither a blanket nor a pillow, like he'd passed out of the party or something. When someone nudged him to wake him up, when he opened his eyes, he saw Johnny Cash as he looked in his later years, dressed in his trademark all-black attire, standing over him. Snyder had that same dream two more times over the next six months, and was pretty certain there was something to it, some kind of meaning, some kind of message, some kind of mojo. So in October of 2015, he booked time at Cash Cabin, and recorded voice and guitar demos of a few of his songs, as well as recitations of some of his poems, just to see if something might be revealed by, while he was there. But nothing was. He had the dream for the fourth time in the spring of 2016, that time when he woke up to find Johnny Cash looking down at him. A man in black spoke to him, saying, You're missing it. Then turned and pointed to a corner of the studio, inside the control room. That dream led to Snyder's band, hard-working Americans, booking a weekend at the studio later that spring. On that first weekend of sessions, John Carter came down to the studio from his house to the top of the nearby hill, and Snyder told him about the dream in detail. Snyder recalls, so I walked out with John to the spot and said, I was asleep right there. And he said, well, that's weird. He then went on to tell Snyder that was where his father had actually died. Johnny Cash He spent his final days in the studio on a bed set up in that very spot. Then they went to the control room and stood in the corner Johnny had pointed to in the fourth dream. So we just looked at everything, Snyder continues. Looked at everything on the wall. Looked at everything on the floor. I don't know exactly what we thought we were looking at. We were in that corner and John says to me, Do you think this place might be haunted? I said, Maybe. And he said, Well, Loretta swears it is. As John Carter proceeded to explain, whenever Lynn records a cash cabin, she brings her tour bus and spends the night. One night around three in the morning when she was at the studio, he was awakened by some loud music. I looked out my window, he told Snyder, and Loretta was in my front yard dancing like a young crazy woman to some loud country music. At that moment, he wondered if she thought she was dancing with his dad, so the next day at the start of the session, he said to Lynn, You know, Loretta, I saw you last night. What were you doing? I was dancing with your dad, she told him. He went on to tell Snyder later that night he saw her dancing again. Back at his house at the end of that weekend, Snyder thought he might have found what he was looking for there, what Johnny Cash had tried to tell him in his dreams. Later that night at home, I thought, that's my song, there's our song, and I called John Carter and said, the ghost of Johnny Cash. What do you think? And he said, do it. John Porter told me he saw her outside his window dancing alone one night. He got a feeling she was dancing with his father. But when he asked her, she told him he was right. When the red goes dancing with the ghost of Johnny Cash, Father Time takes forever and to make it look like nothing. Violin boy into fiddle, 
two iconic symbols crash When the red lingo's dancing with the ghost of Johnny Cash They called her coal miner's daughter The man in black was what they called him She come from old butcher holler He could hear that train a-coming A-coming around and bend When the red man was dancing With the ghost of Johnny Cash Father time take forever and make it look like less than a lightning flash. Violins boy to federal, two iconic symbols crash. When the red men go dancing with the ghost of Johnny Cash. Like a song into the ether, like a soul into the John Carter, he told me he saw her She was out there dancing again That very next night Madeline goes dancing with the ghost of Johnny Cash. Father Time take forever and to make it look like less than a lightning flash. Violins bow into fiddle, two iconic symbols crash. When the red lens goes dancing with the ghost of Johnny Cash, the ghost of Johnny Cash. Dark and distant drumming, the pounding of the hoops, the silence of everything that moves. Late at night, you see them decked out in shiny jewels, the coming of the caravan of fools. Like the wings of a dove The waiter's white glove Seems to shimmer By the light of the pool Some dull blinding winter When you can't help but lose You're running with The caravan of food Love and devotion Deep as any ocean Don't play by anybody's rules With your carousel of horses And your unforeseen forces 
you're running with the caravan of fools. Caravan of fools. Caravan of fools. You're running with the caravan of fools.
There's a little stone I keep inside my pocket that my fingers are turning to remind myself I am already home. You're the reason I keep on walking. Make this fragile sound. A story that I'm telling far behind. It's not here now. Leave the story I imagine in my mind. Never fear how. Just keep on walking, making choices I believe. I'm walking
Someone's chasing after me It's someone I can't even see Feel the breathing on my neck I can't turn around I can't miss a step Cause once the spring becomes unwound The batteries all run down You might think that I was down for the count But there's still things left to figure out 
I'm still running. I'm still running. Roger Silverberg, still running from the CD The Old Dog. RogerSilverberg.com, R-O-G-E-R-S-I-L-V-E-R-B-E-R-G, a mainstay out in the New York, New Jersey, Philadelphia area with roots in Philly. October 30th, he is part of a songwriter series called Music from the Hive with uh, a Nashville-style round-robin format. Four performers, Roger along with Phil Kennelty, Mike Barry, and Giovanna Carla Altuve, and an all-original open mic follows. It's at the spot called Still Partners, that is in Seacliff, there in Long Island, New York. Then November 15th, you can see Roger's trio at the Belmore Bean in Belmore, elsewhere on Long Island. Also, November 25th at Shandon Court in East Islip. And November 30th, a benefit for children with pediatric cancer at the Bartini Bar in Babylon, New York. And lots more shows to come. Noah Kahan, I think that's how you pronounce his name. The tune called Sync from his new album, Busy Head, as Noah makes his debut here on RCV. He's in his early 20s and originally from Stratford, Vermont. He grew up on a large uh, tree farm. He notched an international hit in the form of Hurt Somebody, which got recognized in Europe for the most part, and especially in Australia. His other singles had done well in uh, the States, Young Blood and False Confidence. And this is his first full-length album, and there's more 
to the story, you can find at noahkahan.com. That's N-O-A-H-K-A-H-A-N. Same spelling on Twitter. On November 1st, you can see him at the Fonda Theater in Los Angeles. November 2nd, at the House of Blues in San Diego. Then some shows back in Europe. Uh, November 18th, he's in London. November 19th in Amsterdam. On the 20th in Berlin. Heather Croft, keep on walking from her Lights album. Heathercroft.com, that's H-E-A-T-H-E-R-K-R-O-P-F. Heathercroft on Twitter. And uh, this track, she's on vocals and piano. Steve Moore also helping out with keys. Tim Young on guitar. And Ian Fitchuk doing everything else. And Pete Freeman also featured there on the pedal steel. Heather based around Pittsburgh. I know she's playing November 3rd at Rockwood Music Hall in New York City on the basic stage one. In Pittsburgh on Thursday, November 14th at Club Cafe opening for Kate Davis. I found out that she had a sudden opportunity to record music videos in a spot in Munnell, Pennsylvania. And it has inspired her to get out and book some band shows for 2020. Jan Klaus, Take Me to Forever, from his most recent album, In Tandem. Janklaus.com, J-A-N-N-K-L-O-S-E, and Jan Klaus Band on Twitter. After coming back from uh, the Woodstock Film Festival, we got a little photo shoot with John Maslisch and some big news besides. He has another new song out there, which I don't have, called Love You the Most. Just gotten... Uh, seen on YouTube this video of his over 300,000 views of it already and over 160,000 streams on Spotify. Also, he has a song on the soundtrack to the movie One Little Finger called Let Me Be Brave. It's a world music album with a wide range of artists including Quincy Jones, Julian Lennon, and many others. There's some more details if you go to onelittlefinger.com slash album to hear more of that. Upcoming shows include Space Jam in Fort Myers, Florida on Halloween night. Then the DTSP Songwriters Festival. That is in St. Petersburg, and that is November 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. DTSPSongwritersFestival.com November 15th. He is at Cedars West End in Youngstown, Ohio. And let's see some other shows, I think, besides those. John Prine, Caravan of Fools, from his most recent album, The Tree of Forgiveness. John Acoustic and lead vocals, of course. Dave Cobb on acoustic and Mellotron. Dave Jacques on bass. Ken Blevins with the kick drum. JohnPrine.com. John Prine Music on Twitter. Performing at the Thomas Wolfe Auditorium in Nashville with Ben Dickey on November the 1st. I believe that's the date on here. Let me double check the website proper because my notes are a little bit askew sometimes when I uh, copy stuff. But let's get to the source of the matter and I'll give you the uh, proper dates. Okay, November 1st at DPAC, DPAC in Durham, North Carolina. That's with Ben Dickey. November 2nd at the Berglund Center in Roanoke, Virginia, also with Ben. Nice event coming up November the 11th. It's the All the Best Festival in the town of Punta Cana, NDR, Dominican Republic. 
December 6th, he's with Kelsey Walden at the Bob Carr Theater in Orlando. December 7th with Kelsey at the Ruth Eckert Hall in Clearwater, Florida. And New Year's Night at the Opry House in Nashville with Marty Stewart and his fabulous superlatives and the Secret Sisters. Also part of that uh, festival on November 11th is the aforementioned Todd Snyder. I finally gave myself the opportunity to air the ghost of Johnny Cash. Todd writing and performing all of this music there at Cash Cabin Studio. The recording taking place last October and November. Website is ToddSnyder.com. Todd Snyder on Twitter as well. I know that uh, Todd is part of the big lineup for the uh, festival, which is really John's own sort of uh, festival. And it's in a way he's uh, giving back. And he wanted to celebrate all the years, these 50 years of music, family, and friendship. Along the way, there's been great adventures and meeting thousands of dedicated fans. And so, the story of this festival is a few years ago, John and Fiona had enjoyed a vacation there in Punta Cana. And it was everything they love about the perfect getaway. Easy to get to, perfect weather, great food. Warm hospitality and excellent mojitos. Well, big adventure in Punta Cana comes November the 11th, bringing all the best artists from across the country with him to create a four-day celebration of their music and community. Check out this lineup. Nathaniel Ratliff and the Night Sweats, Brandy Carlisle, Amy Lou Harris, Lucinda Williams, Steve Earle, Iris DeMent, Tyler Childers, Todd Snyder, the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band, Lori McKenna, Paul Thorne, Rustin Kelly, Courtney Marie Andrews, Rita Wilson, Gretchen Peters, Ruby Amanfu, Kelsey Walden, Ian Null, Dave Cobb, The Red Dirt Boys, Keith Sykes, Jason Wilbur, Christy Rose, and Fats Kaplan, and Senora May. That's the big lineup for the All the Best Festival coming up in the Dominican Republic. This is Radio Crystal Blue. I'm Dan Herman for this uh, end of October edition, which of course is twinned with the Halloween uh, holiday and such. And I know some may actually extend that holiday a little bit to the uh, first, second, maybe even third, depending on how the calendar functions and what you believe in. So this program I intend to be out on the 31st and hopefully in time for your celebration. And uh, even if it's a little bit late, hey, Sometimes, of course, you get to hear these songs once or twice a year, and who says you can't listen to them a few more times, especially some real chestnuts like the uh, songs we heard in the beginning. And uh, hey, as I've said, this program is available anytime you want to hear some uh, good classics like these. Going to get into some uh, more stuff here right about now. I've got uh, the latest music from a gentleman who has fronted his uh, trio, which has now expanded to a full band. And since his uh, acclaimed politically charged album all breaks it down, he's been on the road nonstop. This year saw him alighting in Texas, a world away geographically and uh, culturally for him from his native Los Angeles. And he created a band which is not just a musical group, but also providing spiritual and emotional support embracing new territory artistically and otherwise. Got you the first single from this group called Counting Down the Days. I refer to the Reverend Sean Amos. 
and the Brotherhood. Door. She's just a one. 
Those are the lucky Egypts. Heard from them some time ago on a prior program here on Radio Crystal Blue. Return of the Black Rose from their new album, Out of Time. You can find them on several different websites. They don't have their own uh, page just yet, but I know they're on Bandcamp and uh, Facebook and a few other places. Also heard from Tsunami Bomb and their RCB debut in a tune called Wake the Dead. New album is called The Spine That Binds. <laughs> TsunamiBomb.net, TsunamiBombBand on Twitter for uh, more details. You can see them, the Lucky Egrets, and several hundred other bands at a spot called The Best 18. Big festival coming up in uh, Gainesville in Florida. And it was established back in 2002, originally with only 60 bands four stages, and just two days. And it's grown tremendously. Now find the festival outgrowing the city itself. And last year, it hosted just over 340 musical acts, 34 comedians, and 94 professional wrestlers over three days at 18 venues around Gainesville. And uh, this year, Bo Diddley Plaza enabled the fest to step up production levels as well as enable the attendees to avoid lions and enjoy the headliners in an amazing new atmosphere. So, there's um, less than Jake, I believe, that is uh, among the bands that are headlining this uh, festival. Joyce Manor's there, Mariachi El Bronx, and many more that are performing. From November 1st to November the 3rd, including Tsunami Bomb and the Lucky Egypts, they're in Gainesville. You can also see Tsunami Bomb at Cornerstone Craft Beer and Live Music. Jello Biafra also on the bill. And I should tell you here that Tsunami Bomb is on Jello's label, Alternative Tentacles. In fact, let me give you a little more detail about uh, this band. They have been around since 1998. They did disband after many member changes in 2005 and reformed at the end of 2015. Quintet brought to life with the return of founders Dominic Devi on bass and backing vocals, Oubliette Sparks on keys and co-lead vocals, and Gabriel Lindemann on drums. Joined by lead vocalist Kate Jacoby and Andrew Pohl on guitars, as they continue to express their discontent with the world unfolding around them with some of the uh, catcher songs on the album and Return to Black Rose being one of them. Also, I see here... They're headlining day one of Alternative Tentacles Fest at Cornerstone in Berkeley, California, celebrating the 40th anniversary of the label and also their own album release show. Once again, TsunamiBomb.net and also TsunamiBombBand on Twitter. How about the membranes? Black is the color from the album What Nature Gives, Nature Takes Away. On the uh, Cherry Red label, this album was released back in June. Kind of a Godspeed Black Emperor, Mogwai, Bauhaus uh, sort of sound. Pioneers of post-punk out of England, they've announced their upcoming European tour supporting Mark Lanigan in support of their new album. Been around for 40 years. The new album, the brainchild of frontman, music journalist, and author, and media pundit John Robb. This will be their most extensive ever touring schedule. Tour kicking off November the 11th in Copenhagen, 
running through to December 18th in Belfast. Including some auspicious UK dates, including the band's hometown at Manchester 02 and the legendary Roundhouse in London, and over two dozen shows across Europe and in the United Kingdom. As you can tell with this music, it's dark, brooding, cinematic, and choir shows up uh, in a few tracks. The band was formed back in 1978 in Blackpool with classic bass-driven northern post-punk, and they were part of the same world as bands like The Fall, Sisters of Mercy, Echo and the Bunnymen, and Cabaret Voltaire, all inspired in the mid-70s to launch their own idiosyncratic journeys. They had a remarkable series of records that combined their small-time frustration with a love of heavy bass and distortion. The band went on a hiatus in 1990 and finally reformed in 2010. The band, Peter Birch were on guitar, Nick Brown on guitar, Rob Haynes on drums, and Sean Robb on vocals and bass. I mentioned he's been involved in the media, a renowned TV and radio pundit and editor of Louder Than War, a key UK music site and national magazine, and curator of the Louder Than Words Festival. In fact, later this fall, John is also releasing The Art of Darkness, a book on the darker side of post-punk. Again, a lot of dates in, uh, in the UK as also across Europe between October 11th all the way through December the 18th. Some of the dates already past tense. There are dates without Mark Lanigan, but uh, every, all the dates after October 25th. Mark is uh, part of the billing there, too. Black is the Color, from their album, What Nature Gives, Nature Takes Away. TheMembranes.co.uk, and on Twitter, at Membranes, and number one. Fortnite in Florida, we hear from once again, here on RCB. I Can't Wait Forever, new single from them. Website is Fortnite in Florida. Com. Now, they're a London three-piece who consider Hot Chip and Thoro Imwai as uh, some of their biggest influences. Born from a shared love of disco, synth pop, and encyclopedic knowledge of Helen Partridge quotes, they symbolize the world to escape the daily grind expressed by their brand of electronic pop with a sort of blissed-out kind of a feel. After finishing a tour as keys player for Leanne Le Havis, the band's singer-songwriter Simon Middleton met Eamon Daw, who's a bassist, on a previous musical venture, and they formed this band, and were joined soon after on drums by Andrew Gallup. With three singles and a debut EP, they made the Glastonbury 2016 Emerging Talent Longlist and the Unsigned Guides Emerging Acts of 2017, and they've been featured ever since, and got some shows coming up for them. November 8th, they're at the Priori in London. November 23rd at the Gladstone Arms at Borough, also in London. And I believe that is it for them in 2019. FortniteInFlorida.com, FortniteInFL on Twitter. Cersei, Death of Me, from their newest EP called Like a Drum. Cersei.com, S-A-R-S-Y.com, and Cersei on Twitter, of course, it's Molly Cromer and Rich Liberty doing all of the music you 
Where are they at next? Let's see. On Halloween, they're at the Evening Muse in Charlotte, North Carolina. Opening for Grammy-winning Bonnie Bishop Band. November 1st, they're at the Flipside Restaurant Pub and Tap Room in Clayton, North Carolina. November 2nd, they're at Got Rocks in Greenville, South Carolina with Darby Wilcox. November 7th, at the Incendiary Brewing Company in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. November 8th, at Martin's Downtown in Roanoke, Virginia. November 9th, at Miller's Downtown in Charlottesville, Virginia. November 13th, at the Record Archive in Rochester, New York, close to where their home base is. November 14th, at McGurk's Irish Pub in Binghamton, New York. November 15th, at 12 Gates Brewing Company in Williamsville, New York. November 16th, at the Woodland Farm Brewery in Utica, New York. November 21st at Cravery in Saratoga Springs. November 22nd at the Shaskeen in Manchester, New Hampshire. November 27th at Moondog's Lounge in Auburn, New York. And their annual Thanksgiving Eve show. Joe Weimer checking in from Jersey. New rules from her EPSLG. JoeWeimer.com. J-O-W-Y-M-E-R. Joe Weimer Music on Twitter. November 1st, with the full band at a spot called Our House, that's in Farmingdale, New Jersey. November 2nd, Old York Cellars Winery, Bridgewater Tasting Room inside the Bridgewater Mall, Bridgewater Township. November the 8th at UVA in Bradley Beach. November 30th, she's at the River Rock and Marina Bar in Brick, New Jersey. December 7th at Iron Plow Vineyards in Columbus, elsewhere in Jersey. And December 20th. And MJ's in Neptune. The Reverend Sean Amos and the Brotherhood. Counting Down the Days. It's a new single. SeanAmos.com and the Rev Amos on Twitter. The Brotherhood, a collaboration between the Rev and some old friends. Brady Blade worked with Buddy and Julie Miller and the Indigo Girls. Bassist Christopher Thomas has worked with Nora Jones and Macy Gray. And longtime Rev guitarist Chris Dr. Roberts. They're touring in Spain November 8th through the 15th among the upcoming shows. And they'll tour certainly through 2020. Dan Herman here with you on Radio Crystal Blue here at the end of October 2019. And got some more Halloween uh, fare, I suppose. I mean, hey, you, hear, you think of Halloween songs, there are lots of obvious ones. But there are some other ones that... Uh, also should be on your list that I have on my list. And I'm going to hear some of that stuff right about now. And a little bit of um, some history, mine and some others, from my days in New York. And uh, I'll tell you about. Got some other stuff coming, too, through the show. And I want to remind you here that if you're an artist or you know someone who has interest in sending me music for future shows, keep it right where it is. I'll give you some details. I have moved, DJ Flowerduff and I have moved, to an address elsewhere here in Killeen, Texas. And if you're not up to date, check the website out, the latest details about where we're at and what our uh, rules are for uh, accepting music. That's all coming up later. want to hear from you. I want to hear well, what's up with you and uh, your impressions of the show. Uh, Dan at RadioCrystalBlue.net. Twitter is Radio CBLUE. Remember, too... You can uh, pledge financial support going to anchor.fm slash radio cblue slash support. 
Gonna get into some true rock and punk history for a bit. One classic song going back to, oh gosh, 1973 with this one. You should know the song from the first few uh, lines and the sound. The band that was, uh, well, hey, I can only say so much before you realize who they were. A band that may have been thought of as a humorous live act that was maybe technically competent only by the standards of other bands that weren't as sophisticated in New York. A band that was now to expand into musical horizons, but frankly, not a cool band either, but eventually caught on with uh, the scene and practically you're reinventing the scene as we know it in New York and everything pretty much started with them. An album produced by Todd Rundgren of all people and the rest is history. Referring to the New York Dolls, this is Frankenstein.
I don't want to live my life 
just wrapped my body in crushed blue velvet. Make my bed in a family plot. Or tell my mother I loved her dearly. Tell my papa. Oh, we're going back. We're going back quite a ways to this. I think we're maybe, I want to say 2004, 2005 with this one. A, uh, a band called the New York Howl. Really something. This uh, group that, uh, well, let me put it this way. You, you take a, a drummer whose old man was Jack Kerouac's musical collaborator and the first ever composer in residence at the New York Philharmonic. Add to that an ex-subway busker who plays organ for Sunday services at a Baptist church in Bedford-Stuyvesant, then a saxophonist with a penchant for Cuban spy film music and Rassan Roland Kirk, and a larger-than-life 6'5 frontman in the kind of the veins of uh, Jagger or Jim Morrison who starred in a uh, Fox sitcom pilot as a Lithuanian basketball player. The New York Howl released a debut album called People Will Come to See Us Rhyme, showcasing a big sound, a collaboration of Detroit and Memphis Soul and Carnival Waltzes, Rock and Blues Stomps, but their sound greater than the sum of its parts and labels. Just awesome stuff. Uh, Hard-driving blues music and railroad worker anthems, all, all kinds of things. I remember being at one of their shows and, um, was it Alan Amram? Is that his name? Adam Amram as the drummer and the son of David Amram, fantastic multi-instrumentalist who I think is pushing 90. And Adam, I remember, had uh, tossed his uh, drumsticks at the end of one show and one of the drumsticks landed right at my feet. I took it as a sign. <laughs> Quoted for a uh, music review, he said once, we're basically a bunch of white unicorns flying through a lightning storm when we're up there on stage. Folks respect it or they're left in complete awe because we're such a bunch of freaks. <laughs> End quote. Crazy stuff. Let's just love it. I don't even know if the website still exists. I think it was NewYorkHowl.com. 
A tune called Oh Bury Me Not is what we heard from. Another band we can uh, dig up the remains of, appropriate so for Halloween, I suppose. This band called Landlord, which I remember helping to um, push forward here in, uh, well, not here in New York, but I was based in New York for a number of years. And they released two albums in their history, the second one called Glitterati, and a track called Senator. Landlord, a band whose sound I totally was enamored with. And combination of the group's influences and personal experiences like uh, Midnight Oil, The Clash, U2, The Cure, Depeche Mode, and besides all of that, they try to stay true to their, they tried anyway, to their external influences and social, political, and personal pressures all funneled into their uh, musical output. Esfan Pormon, the uh, bassist and lead singer, and Actually, well, not basis. He was the main guitarist. It was in 2002, after completing a solo project, he decided it was time to give all he had to music, but the direction he was heading required band members that would share the same desire and same sense of honesty. So he first heard title on the drums, and then he searched for a bassist and found Andres, a childhood friend of titles, an artist with a deep appreciation for the Beatles and a great musical talent walked in formed the band. They got the name from an early tune by the police, a tune that never actually made it on an album, and since they're all deeply influenced by the police, it made perfect sense. Great, great sound. And Senator, Bandit, I guess you'd only really know if you were in New York in the early 2000s like I was. We also heard from Dirty On Purpose. They were a band formed back in 1992, originally composed of Doug Marvin on drums and vocals, Joseph Jerwix on guitar, George Wilson likewise, DJ Boudreaux on bass, and Erica Forster on keys. They had performed regularly in New York, gathering attention for their sound with female vocals and layered, distorted guitars, kind of like the My Bloody Valentine and Jesus and Mary Chain kind of sound. They released a four-song EP in 2003 called well, it was a self-titled debut. Her second one was called Sleep Late for a Better Tomorrow. And then uh, Erica would leave to concentrate on her other project, the all-female indie pop trio Au Revoir Simone. In 2006, they released their full-length debut album called Hallelujah Sirens, which got a ton of acclaim across major and indie music media. Even uh, co-hosting an episode of MTV2's alternative music show Subterranean. And uh, yes, that was in the last days of when they still featured music. 2008 came and they released a third EP called Like Bees with guest vocals from Jamie and Holly Miranda. Remember Jamie? They used to spin her music regularly way back when. And they would play various music festivals and they opened for bands like Arcade Fire. Remember them? The Decemberists, Band of Horses, Clap Your Hands, Say Yeah, Say Hi to Your Mom, Kujian Miyagi, and others. They would break up in uh, 2008, making their announcement on MySpace. Remember that? Their final show, including Erica, took place New Year's Eve night of uh, 2008. Good stuff. Tune called Marfa Lights from the Hallelujah Sirens album. Also heard from Edible Red, an alternative rock band from New York, formed in 1999. Colette McClafferty on vocals, Tom Papadados on drums, 
Robert Ruiz on bass, Brian Zepine on guitar. Many of their songs from previous albums featured on prominent TV programs and they received favorable reviews. Ruiz and Zepine had left the first lineup, but Papadatos and McClafferty kept the band recording their second release, The Red EP, while playing with session players and rotating band members. The second lineup solidified with the help of cellist Dave Edgar, bassist Marty Osterer, and guitarist Sean McMicken. That new lineup then recorded what was called The Beach House. They were set to play their farewell show in 2005 when they were approached by veteran indie record label Select Records president Fred Monell, who offered them a record deal. Their debut album, Welcome to My Bad Behavior, was released at the end of uh, 2007. Got music into a lot of uh, TV and uh, radio programs. Dave Edgar would leave to tour with Evanescence, and Edible Red later became a core trio with rotating cellists and bass players. And some other appearances over the years followed. Haven't really heard anything since uh, 2010, 2011. They had briefly disbanded during the making of another album. Colette, now the remaining member of the group. Don't know what's happened with them since. How about Spanking Charlene? We're all gonna die from the album Dismissed with a Kiss. And I was a big fan of Charlene McPherson and the band. Hard-driving guitar grooves, catchy hooks, and lyrics about life, love, and loss in New York City. I remember that album, that full-length album, produced by Roscoe, Eric Gamble, back in 2007. Steven Van Zandt produced two singles on the band's second album, titled Where Are the Freaks? Both songs produced by Little Steven, Dismissed with a Kiss, and Canarsie, were released on his Wicked Cool record label. And that album was released in 2012. They have since, I believe, recorded a third album and finding some fortune with some uh, choice media placements as well. Charlene McPherson, Mo Goldner, David Leatherwood, Eric Seftel, and Roscoe making up the band that recorded this uh, output. Dismissed with a kiss, that album is. SpankingCharlene.com and uh, hopefully still active. I, last I looked, they are still active, playing in New York City and the immediate area. Another band we can uh, dig up, I guess, called The Shake. Remember them? They had an album called Kick It. I played you Devil's Side from that album. They were active from 2005 to 2012. John Merkin on lead vocals and guitar, Iliad Shapiro on lead guitar and vocals, Jeremy Stein on bass, Andrew McNellis on the drums. Andrew would leave in 2008, and Vishal Kumar joined the band as their drummer. He was in the drummer's chair for a year, replaced by Daniel Kirshen. Iliad departed in 2010, replaced by Mike Sermon on lead guitar. The group disbanded in 2012. They had their music licensed in several high-profile movies and TV shows, including License to Wed, True Blood, One Tree Hill, 90210, and Workaholics. Well, we all know about the Ramones and another cool tune from their big discography, Pet Cemetery. She here in the closing credits of that Stephen King movie. And this single is also on their uh, album Brain Drain that year, originally for this uh, film adaptation of Stephen King's book. One of their biggest radio hits and a staple of their concerts during the 1990s. Turns out that Stephen King, a huge Ramones fan, he invited the band to his Bangor main home as they played in New England. 
Story goes that during the visit, he handled D.D. Uh, D. Ramon a copy of his Pet Cemetery novel, and the bassist retreated to the basement, or else. <laughs> One hour later, D.D. D. returned the lyrics to the song. Shortly thereafter, drummer Marky Ramon said that D.D.'s D. attitude that day showed that he could achieve his plans to leave the band and attempt a career in hip-hop music. He likened D.D. D. to King, saying that both wrote things people could relate to because they penetrated to the curiosity, fears, and insecurities carried around with them and couldn't put into words. Producer Daniel Ray became a co-writer by assisting with the structure of the song, while producer Jean Beauvoir with the plasmatics helped give the song a more commercial style fit for radio play and film inclusion. As the song sounded closer to the rock ballads of the period, it was a bit of a struggle for Johnny to play the arpeggios and chords despite Didi's guidance. The music video was filmed at the Sleepy Hollow Cemetery in the New York village of the same name. Shot on a cold night in January of 89, you'll recall the video with uh, black and white shots of the Ramones walking through the graveyard. The last video to feature Dee Dee would depart the band replaced with CJ and look for cameos by several other New York punk luminaries. If you ask me what my first concert was, it was Degeneration back in the little club called the Continental, New York City. 1991. I don't recall what the uh, day was, but still, fantastic uh, show. And the original lineup, Jesse Mellon, who had played with New York band Heart Attack during the late 80s. Danny Sage on guitar, also from Heart Attack. John Carso on bass. Howie Pyro on guitar. And drummer Michael Wildwood, Danny Sage's brother. John had quit the band. Laird joined forces with D.D. And Jesse and Howie Howie, who had switched to bass, continued to play, naming the bands and adding Richard Backus on guitar, Danny and uh, Michael leaving briefly to finish up their previous projects, and were replaced for a brief time, four months only, by Georgie Seville and Bill B. K., respectively. Danny and Michael had soon returned, solidifying the lineup that would last for the majority of their career. They first signed with Chrysalis Records when they released their debut album, Degeneration With, getting a generally favorable critical reaction the second one was titled No Lunch, and they switched labels going to Columbia, releasing that second one. Around this time, they, 1996, they played shows supporting Social D, Social Distortion, The Ramones, and Kiss. Shortly thereafter, Richard Backus left the band and was replaced by ex-Murphy's Law and agnostic front member Todd Youth. They toured Europe with Green Day in early 1998, and they then recorded their third album, Through the Darkness, with... David Bowie and T-Rex producer Tony Visconti, again, album failing to reach the sales that were hoped for, despite scoring the lead-off single on the soundtrack of the film The Faculty just a few months prior. And then uh, Michael and uh, Todd Youth left to form the short-lived but critically acclaimed Chrome Locust with bassist Jim Hannigan, formerly of Richard Bagus's Vasquez, and released one self-titled album. For that tour, they recruited drummer Joe Rizzo and Richard briefly returned on guitar, then replaced during the band's last few dates by Jim Wallerstein. They toured America with The Offspring and Living In and played their final show in their hometown at a spot called Coney Island High in April of 1999. The show was recorded but has remained unreleased. And amazingly, against all odds, they actually regrouped. I know that the band went their separate ways and Michael had formed a, the aforementioned Chrome Locust, and then he toured with New Jersey's Monster Magnet, played on their album, 
Michael and Danny Sage led their hands to help Hurricane Katrina victims backing up Deborah Harry and a benefit in 2005. Danny Sage recorded a solo album in 2002 and a couple of EPs. Jess and Joe Rizzo formed a band called PCP Highway and released a number of demo tracks and toured the East Coast. Howie was invited to join Glenn Danzig's band, which then included former D-Generation member Todd Youth on guitar. Richard was performing with his new project, Vasquez, as mentioned, included Eric Cuby on drums, and Hanoi Rock's bassist Sammy Yaffa. Jesse himself began playing a series of solo shows and released a self-produced album called 169 in 2000. And I recall that he kind of fell under the influence of uh, Ryan Adams and uh, went into more of a hard country rock kind of a deal. That album called The Fine Art of uh, Self-Destruction with Ryan Adams actually producing that album. The band reunited for a one-off performance in uh, April of 2008, reforming at the John Varvato store in New York, located in the space of the former CBGB, part of a VH1 Save the Music benefit, during which they played a three-song set. April 2011, 12 years after their final show, they reformed to play some shows in New York, Los Angeles, and Spain, and continued the uh, pattern thereafter into 2011, and their last live performance to date was in August of 2016. They did release an album that year titled Nothing Is Anywhere, produced by Danny Sage. Quite a history, and um, really happy to have seen the early days of the band. Degeneration. Frankie, going back all those years ago to 1994. The New York Dolls, Frankenstein, which was on Mercury Records in July of 1973. And uh, Todd Rundgren in the producer's chair for this band. And the uh, album recorded in eight days on a budget of $17,000, which would be equivalent to maybe $100,000 this year. There was no concept in mind for the album. They chose which songs to record based on how well they'd been received at their live shows. David Johansson says, quote, We went into a room and just recorded. It wasn't like these people who conceptualized things. It was just a document of what was going on at the time. End quote. Classic scene, of course. This is Radio Crystal Blue. I'm Dan Herman, and giving you some music, um, some slight references to Halloween and such. From mostly New York-based bands, bands I've been familiar with, and I guess outside of New York, you may not have heard of. I've got uh, some more music to uh, get to, including a real treat here for this uh, next one. And uh, reminding you, every show available to you, anytime, to stream, download, and share. Of course, I thank you for listening via Spotify or through Anchor.fm and their podcast platforms that support them. And thanks to all of you for listening and supporting financially and just getting the word out wherever you uh, hear good music. Let's see what's up next. Well, Nerfa is coming up in the beginning of November. It's just, sadly, it's really not a uh, a festival. It's, it's more of a conference. It's not open to the public. It's really more of an industry kind of a deal. But I kind of wish it were more like a festival. I mean, there's the bunch of uh, formal and semi-formal showcases, and then there's all these gorilla showcases uh, set up in various hotel rooms and people playing at all hours. And this goes on typically for about four days. And there's some uh, keynote speakers and others 
and many, many opportunities to network, and that justifies the high ticket for um, attending. NERFA. The website is nerfa.org, N-E-R-F-A dot O-R-G. There's expected to be more than 700 performing artists, presenters, promoters, agents, managers, DJs who specialize in the genre of folk, and others actively engaging in contemporary and traditional folk music. This annual music business conference for this chapter of Folk Alliance itself meets in Stamford, Connecticut, featuring several jam-packed days and nights of showcases, song swaps, and jam sessions. It's a regional affiliate, as mentioned, of Folk Alliance International, which is non-profit, aiming to serve, strengthen, and engage the global folk music community through preservation, presentation, and promotion. One of the leading lights in folk has another uh, big series of his own, actually, elsewhere in the country, actually in uh, Boston. And on the heels of a new album, well, goodness, I could tell you his whole story, but I'll save it for a bit later. He has his uh, boutique festival called the Lamplighter Sessions, which are in Boston and in Wisconsin, building his life's work on collaboration and on an instinct for the eclectic and the vital. He puts everything into his art, poetry, social justice, scientific literacy, and a deeply abiding humanism, all on plain display. He is one of the bunch of official and semi-official artists at the upcoming NERFA event. We have a special segment of music of artists who are in this category. We start off high from this gentleman's new album called There Is Another World. This is titled All Saints Day, brand new from Peter Mulvey. There is another world, but it isn't this one. There is another world, but it isn't this one. Come walk with me on All Saints Day.
The weatherman says the wind's out of the south face today. It's traveling at zero miles per hour. That's pretty damn slow. What I need to know is where's the air that's gonna lift these beads of sweat from my brow.
Summer's getting old. Apples in a basket. Hold on to sunlight when you just can't grasp it. Make these days your own. They're only getting shorter. Build your wall against the night. Lay bricks with thinning mortar. Talk is cheap, and I'm told advice is cheaper. But to do's won't get done. As a hibernative sleeper, assemble your team. Together, rake the yard up, interrogate the squirrels, find where they hid the walnuts. We gotta. Fleeting secret, one day we'll burn out too, but it ain't our time yet. No, it ain't our time yet. We gotta love the light we have. It's not much, but if storm we sailed with our flag unfurled for a sea route through the ice to the land of silk and spice right over the top of the world the word went back with the whalers there are leads through the 
pack to the west And we poor ignorant sailors Signed on for the ultimate quest For pride and a place in the story To puff up our chests and brag For the grog, the gold and the glory the captain, the crown, and the flag No way to stay warm, no port in any storm We sail with our flag unfurled For a sea route through the ice To the land of silk and spice Right over the top of the world We made the tip of Greenland Then battled Baffin Bay Beyond us lay a mean land With winter on its way We hunkered in that beachy We lost three men by spring Oh, the times were far from peachy, lads But we still had the strength and the spirit to sing Tell the old 
tail with a frown and a shake of the head of men who braved the cold gale and wound up lost and dead and some will mourn our mystery and may seek our scattered graves but we've all gone down in history boys like our battered ship Beneath the great waves No way to stay warm No port in any storm To sail with our flag unfurled For a sea route through the ice To the land of silk and spice Right over the top of the world No way to stay warm No port in any storm We sailed with our flag unfurled For a sea route through the ice To the land of silk and spice Right over the top of the world Right over the top of the world
watch it break apart. Build a bridge, watch it break your heart. And I wanna walk to you.
Ordinary Elephant. Rust right through from their new album called Honest. Crystal Hario Damore on vocals and guitar. Pete Damore with vocals, banjo, and octave mandolin. Across the album, some extra help from Will Kimbrough on various instruments, Michael Wren on bass, and Nielsen Hubbard on piano and percussion. Ordinary Elephant dot net and ordinaire elephant on twitter which is word ordinary without the other uh, y and make it fit into twitter anyway sophie buskin when i need you most of all from the ep sweet creature she's on vocals acoustic and electric guitar jagoda on drums and percussion jeff Saint-Pierre on bass matt nicola with uh, organ piano and electric guitar Tom Prasada Rayo on violin and mandolin, David Buskin on acoustic, and uh, some other folks. SophieBuskin.com, S-O-P-H-I-E-B-U-S-K-I-N. Not sure that she's on Twitter just yet. Ronnie Arbo and Daisy Mayhem. Bridges from the album Sunbright Morning. Ronnie with vocals, fiddle, and guitar. Anand Nayak on electric and acoustic guitar and the harmonium. Scott Kessel on percussion and jaw harp. Andrew Kinney, rather a uh, Kinsey, pardon me, on bass, banjo, and the ukulele. RonnieArbo.com, R-A-N-I-A-R-B-O. I believe they're on Twitter as well. I haven't really found them yet. An album I have featured over the last several shows, Northbound, Northwest Passage and Story and Song concept album by David Newland and David is also featured at this year's Nerfa event. Opening track of the album No Way to Stay Warm. A track you heard recorded live at Trinity United Church, Coburg, Ontario last November. David with the band Uncharted Waters, Saskia Tompkins, Sam Allison, Stefan and Austin Hannigan. Fantastic music, and it just puts you right, real comfortable, easing you into the concept with that first track. Beautiful stuff. DavidNewland.com. D-A-V-I-D-N-E-W-L-A-N-D. David Newland on Twitter. Staying north of the 48, with the music of Tragedy Anne, a song called The Light We Have, from their album Matches. That's uh, Brayden Phelan on acoustic. Vocals, group vocals, and boots. <laughs> Liv Cazola on vocals. Mission organ, it says. Accordion, toy piano, and saw. Eva Cleggs on vocals. Sambor, part of the group vocals. And others that include Peter Claussen, Mike Kerr, Joel Soderteig, Adrian Irvine, Will Cran, Laura Spink, James Paul, and Mrs. Cazola's Braid 5 class. TragedyAnn.com. Tragedy and Music on Twitter. Megan Carey, Wind, from her latest album, Sing Louder. MeganCarey.com, Megan Carey Songs on Twitter, M-E-G-H-A-N-C-A-R-Y. She's on acoustic and vocals. Peter Farrell doing keys, backing vocals, guitars, U-bass, <laughs> and tambourine. Bob Beach on harmonica and flute. Quint Lang on drums. Jonka McNally adding some extra bass and electric guitar. Stacy Weathers adding some banjo and backing vocals and some other folks that may have appeared on that track. Doesn't give me a full breakdown of who appears, actually. Peter Mulvey 
also one of the official and semi-official artists for this year's Nerf event, All Saints Day. From the new album, There Is Another World. PeterMulvey.com. Peter Mulvey 43, numbers 43, on Twitter. He's on guitars and vocals. Todd Sigafus on acoustic bass and piano. Jenny Scheinman on violin. Eric Haywood on the pedal steel. Rob Berger with accordion, prepared piano, and organ. Ida Schneer on clarinet, among the folks on here. And he appears on Ani DeFranco's label, Righteous Babe. Filling some more details for you regarding Peter and his work. Early in uh, 2017, a series of upheavals found him living through a winter in a friend's empty house in the small Midwestern town of Fort Atkinson, and unmoored and lost in the middle of his life, walking errors each day, sometimes with friends, but most often alone, along the frozen marsh of the Bark River and through the wintry oak savanna nearby. The songs came in fast and strange and vivid. At night, he would write them down at a table in the spare house, just a few miles from Café Carp, which is a spot that he describes as his spiritual home. Those songs became his new record, this dreamscape of auditory sketches, which within are plenty of wrenching, haunting, and sweet songs alike. He's released 18 albums over the years, plus one illustrated book, thousands of live performances, a TEDx talk, a decades-long association with the National Youth Science Camp, opening for the likes of Anna DeFranco, Emily Harris, and Chuck Prophet, an annual autumn tour by bicycle, emceeing festivals, hosting the Lamplighter Sessions. He just never stops. He was raised working-class Catholic on the northwest side of Milwaukee, taking a semester in Ireland and cutting classes to busk in Dublin and hitchhike through the country, find whatever gigs he could. He had spent a couple of years gigging in the Midwest before paying for good for Boston, returning to buskin, busking and uh, coffee houses. Small shows led to larger shows, leading to regional and then national and international touring. The wheels just haven't stopped since. Good to have his music here on Radio Crystal Blue. I'm Dan Herman, nearing the end of this uh, edition with uh, one more segment to go. And I want to take the time to um, give you some details about how to send music to me for future editions of the show. Here's the rules. Music should be from active performing artists with an album released in 2019. Of course, anything that's to be released in 2020 is even better. Because I like having the most recent material set to debut. And of course, I debut all new material on my other show, Radio Crystal Blue, Novus Ordo. Novus Ordo being Latin for New Order. Music should be in uh, CD format for those debuts. Anything that is of a download nature can be debuted on this program here. Here's the mailing address. Dan Herman, Radio Crystal Blue, 1310 Bundrant Drive. Unit number 809 in the city of Killeen, Texas, 76543. Once again, that's Dan, D-A-N, Herman, H-E-R-M-A-N. Radio Crystal Blue, 1310 Bundrant Drive, B-O-N-D-R-A-N-T Drive. Unit number 809, 
Killeen, Texas, K-I-L-L-E-E-N, 76543. I'm also accepting electronic press kits from two other websites. They are musicsubmit.com and sonicbids.com. DJ Flower Dove and myself go through these EPKs, and we'll contact ours directly for the ones that we think would best represent the best that's out there to be featured on our CD Novus Ordo and so forth. Such as this artist who I aired music of previously from a prior album called Tennessee Colony. But we go back actually 10 years in time to an album that she had released called Redemption. And the format of this record was an experiment for her. While recording her prior album in 2016, Just Move On, in uh, Nashville, she was hooked on the energy of making a record with a band, playing the songs together, recording live in the studio, and adding a live studio audience to the equation to let fans be the part of the experience as well. She found the perfect location for the endeavor at Blue Rock Artist Ranch and Studio in Wimberley in Texas, a state-of-the-art studio, and she got help from Patterson Barrett to co-produce the project and assemble an all-star band of Austin musicians to record this album in front of a live studio audience there at Blue Rock. We're going to hear the title track of the original album, though this new version of the album called Redemption 10, live at Blue Rock, brand new from Libby Cook. Tell me it ain't over 
Should have never gone unsaid If you get a moment Please consider These words I'm singing now instead I just need A little redemption In the eyes of the man I love I can't pay It's better on your own Do you think we're better off alone? Love you forever 
Smoky Hill River Life's little things, things we remember Our love is the cotton, the cotton woods bring Our love is a song the medlocks sing Let's run away It's 
leaves falling I hear them whisper the fallow seasons calling that's what I need is a little go easy let my shadow catch up with me and I want to slow down and do a little more breathing I want to follow that call of the fallow I want to make time To take the time It takes to wind on down Let the clock go still Let the day go where it will I want to drink my fill Right here and right now I'm going to live my life Do a little fine tuning Get out my zen knife do a little pruning Cause what I need Is a little go easy Let my shadow Catch up with me I want to slow down Do a little more breathing I want to follow That call Of the fellow season Snow will fall Upon these fields They'll rest deep, gather all they need To bear another Feeding the birds And I'm bringing in wood I'm gonna get all cozy Next to the fire With a brand new book Let the stars spin 
to this old earth turn And I'll be here waiting for the spring's return Cause what I need is a little go easy Let my shadow catch up with me And I won't slow down and do a little more I wanna follow that call of the fellow season. I wanna lean in to the fellow season.
Sometimes I wonder what I'm trying to prove. Just how much more, how much more am I willing to lose? I keep asking, will I ever be done? Chasing the song Why on earth do you love me? Some days I don't love myself Why on earth do you love me? I'm just me You're something else I'm just me You're something else I'm just me You're something else Oh, something Oh 
come to claim you when you let them in They will bring you all their fortunes and they'll fame you then you banish them After you captivate their souls Oh Florence, what makes you so stone cold? Well, I came to find what's mine, but I left my heart behind in Florence. And the farther that I go, the louder you whisper, I know. And the secrets on the street, why wanna do you keep or do you tell? Abigail Dowd, Secrets on the Street, from the still new album called Not What I've Seen. Website is abigaildowd.com, Abigail Dowd on Twitter. All songs that she had written herself, and I believe as a solo effort. November 1st, you can see her at the Blind Tiger in Greensboro, North Carolina. November 2nd at the Junius Lindsay Vineyard in Lexington in North Carolina. November 7th at the Sunset Theater in Asheboro, North Carolina. November 9th at the Lost Province Brewery Company in Broome, North Carolina. November 16th at the Cary Theater, Cary NC. November 21st at the Blue Note Grill in Durham NC. December 12th at the Joymongers Barrel Hall in Winston-Salem. And uh, other shows to follow. John Ward Hannum, Chasing the Song, from the album Love Lives On. JohnWardHannum.com, J-O-H-N-W-O-R-T-H-A-N-N-A-M. Same spelling on Twitter. You can see him next at Higher Ground in Bellefontaine in Ontario. And that is on, let's see, October the 26th. He'll be at St. Andrew's Place in Sudbury on October 27th, Moonshine Cafe in Oakville, Ontario on October 30th. He'll be at the Loft in Cobourg, Ontario, speaking of Cobourg, on Halloween night. He'll be at Casa del Popolo in Montreal on November 1st, and at the National Arts Centre in Ottawa on November the 2nd, and many other shows to follow. Nice to hear from John Smith once again. John Smith goes back many years with uh, Radio Crystal Blue. As of recent months, he's been to Ireland, Scotland, Oregon, Colorado, Idaho, Alaska, Iowa, and Texas. In the uh, front mirror, let's see where he is headed. Wisconsin, Michigan. Washington State, Oregon, Colorado, California, British Virgin Islands, Tennessee, Arkansas, Oklahoma, Texas, Louisiana, Florida, and more. 
It's been a crazy stretch these past months, where he had two great back-to-back -back tours in Ireland in April and May, and a visit to the Triple Folk Fest as usual. Then uh, toured inside the Inside Passage of Alaska, with several concerts on and off the boat with Dan Sobranek and Larry Dalton, and several open jams. In July, he attended his 50th high school reunion in Iowa, and also inducted into their small town hall of fame. July, he flew over to Scotland, exploring the landscape and his people, in hopes of organizing musical trips there. And let's see. July, he went to Idaho, going down the Salmon River. In August, camping at Larry Fest for a few nights, playing the Great River Folk Fest. And for Chorus Folks Fest, then off to Ireland again for two of his best yet Ireland tours in uh, various locales. And let's see what's uh, happening here. After a year of not teaching at the Esalen Institute, they'll be back with Tribe Mates digging into their Songwriting from the Heart workshop. And no gigs in December. Just uh, hanging with family. Late in January, uh, looks like sailing for a week in the British Virgin Islands. I see that in 2021, John Smith joining his Irish tour partners for a seven-day Caribbean cruise, an Irish music cruise. Let me give you some more details here, if I could. November 2nd. The Great Room House Concert Series in Los Gatos, California. The Esalen Institute at Big Sur, California takes place November 3rd through the 8th. November 16th at Cafe Carp in Fort Atkinson in Wisconsin. November 21st, the Grand Mesa Arts and Events Spot in Cedar Edge in Colorado. November 22nd, no part of me. 23rd and 24th at Avogadro's Number in Fort Collins. And that is really it for uh, 2019 for John Smith. Now the song that we heard is track two called Fallow Season, which describes his uh, December, actually. <laughs> From his album Ginkgo, he's on guitar and vocals, Nicholas Leahy on dobro and banjo, Larry Dalton on the upright bass. Tom Prasadareo with uh, various instruments. Elsewhere on the album, Anthony DaCosta contributes electric guitar. Harmony vocals by Dan Sobranek and Elisa Smith-Waller. Tara Howley on the fiddle and concertina. Stefan Darty on the low whistle. Joe McNulty on the fiddle and baldrin. Good stuff. JohnSmithMusic.com for lots more where that came from. I met Heather Pierce and Acoustic Trio. Dark as a Dungeon. From the CD Singing. The trio of herself, Davy Sturdivant, and Sean Nadeau doing all of the music you hear. HeatherPearson.com. H-E-A-T-H-E-R-P-I-E-R-S-O-N.com. Heather Pearson on Twitter. 
The group made their first ever trip to Los Angeles for this year's Far West Conference, another uh, chapter of the Folk Alliance International. She has a new album out the first thing November. I have requested. I uh, actually expected to have it by now, but I figured I would give you one more from singing Darkison's Dungeon, appropriate for this time of year. So uh, next you'll hear from Heather is when I have new album in my hands. And the holiday is coming up shortly, which means it's nearly time to reintroduce the music of Vince Garaldi and the music of Charlie Brown Christmas being played at uh, events in December. I'll tell you what she has uh, next here. November 1st, the group is at the Friends Folk Club in Oxford, Pennsylvania. November 2nd at Song Space in Pittsburgh. And November 15th, concerts at the Historic Cooper's House in Columbia, Maryland. November 16th, Voices Cafe in Westport, Connecticut. November 17th, Lakeview House Concert Series in Sharon, Massachusetts. November 23rd, Unfinished House Concert Series in Sandwich, New Hampshire. November 24th, Stage 33 Live in Bellows Falls, Vermont. Then comes the run of shows, starting in Plainfield, New Hampshire, December 6th, with the music from the show A Charlie Brown Christmas, with the jazz trio, with shows running all the way through December 21st in Vermont. At long last, the new album from Switchback, called Birds of Prey, Website is waygoodmusic.com. Switchback music on the Twitter. We heard Kansas Love Song. Paul Von Mertens is a name you should know. He's a Chicago-based arranger, producer, and performer. He's been musical director for Brian Wilson since 2008 and regularly tours and records with Brian and his band. And this is his third album with Switchback. And he says the following... These songs have their beginning in conversations about doing an album that featured the sound of the mandolin. They were inspired by the wide open spaces of the Midwest and Great Plains. As we worked on the songs, I had often had an image in my mind of Marty and Brian on long drives across the plains from one gig to another. Gear packed in the van, the hum of the road, windshield wipers, passing trains, and the big sky ahead. Some of the stories capture that scene quite literally and others reflect the experience of 21st century troubadours finding their trade and putting it back into the music. Across the album, Brian Fitzgerald with guitar and mandolin, Martin McCormick on bass, Paul Von Mertens doing virtually everything else. Good stuff here. Again, wickedmusic.com, switchback music on the Twitter. If you've been following them on Facebook, they've been enjoying their time performing and spending time with friends in both Ireland and Iceland. But if you're anywhere near Chicago November 2nd, get thee to Fitzgerald's to celebrate and listen to the new album. They are thrilled to perform it for you all. Besides that one, November 9th, there'll be a Cafe Artichoke in Portland, Oregon. And November 14th, at Music at the Museum in Springfield in Illinois. Also of note, Brian and Marty are excited that their Costa Rica club is going forward 
with a new format called Thaw Out and Chill Out. Dates of the tour, February 19th through the 24th of 2020. They'll stay in one all-inclusive location called the Occidental Tamarindo. They had stayed there last year and all agreed it was one of the finest experiences the group had ever had. Everything included meals, snacks, and beverages. Located on a great beach called Blue Flag, it's next door to the lively, surfside, pedestrian-friendly town of Tamarindo. Libby Coke with a track from the new album, Redemption, title track of this reimagining of her Redemption album, properly titled Redemption, live at Blue Rock. Website is libbykoch.com, L-I-B-B-Y-K-O-C-H. And she is on Twitter, same spell. She regularly draws upon legends like Patsy Cline and Loretta Lynn to Dolly and Emmy Lou, among others, to craft real crying and leaving country songs. Combining her country soul with the skill of a seventh-generation Texas troubadour, she fills her songs with intimacy and honesty. Grounded in gospel and honky-tonk voice, as you can tell, this album, a great follow-up to her 2014 release, Tennessee Calling, which itself had drawn on her withdrew actually on our ancestors' stories to address themes of family, faith, and home. She's a native of Houston, who began writing songs in junior high and never considered doing so professionally until she attended law school in Nashville, where she discovered she could hold her own in a city full of great talents. And a job at a large Houston law firm convinced her that music, not law, was her true calling, and eventually she decided it was time to just move on. This new album, though, Redemption 10, Live of Blue Rock, released October 18th by Brooklyn Records. Good stuff and a nice way to put the cap on the bottle for this edition of Radio Crystal Blue here at the end of October 2019. Dan Herman, thank you for listening and enjoying this experience with me. Thanks to DJ Flamerdove, too, for her assistance in production of every RCB program. Email dan at radiocrystalblue.net. Twitter, Radio CBLUE. Again, thanking you for listening via Spotify, Anchor, the Internet Archive, Player FM, Siri, <laughs> um, all the places you can... Uh, Possibly listen to podcasts at and with. Your efforts are greatly appreciated. Anchor.fm slash Radio CBLUE slash support is where you can pledge your financial support. As usual, I close the shows for the end of October with a particular song for the gentleman who had left this world several years ago. And even though it mentions Halloween in the title, it's more than Halloween that goes on. It's about people who had left us and maybe, maybe too soon, maybe unfairly. A song of lament and wondering, and it's uh, a good one, and it holds up to a degree. Halloween Parade, 
we read. Do take care. Namaste. There's a downtown fair singing out proud merit as she cruises Christopher Street. And some southern queen is acting loud and mean where the docks and the badlands meet. This Halloween is something to be sure of. Especially to be here without you. There's a Greta Garbo and an Alfred Hitchcock and some black Jamaican stud. There's five Cinderella's and some leather drags. I almost fell into my mug. There's a Crawford Davis and a tacky Cary Grant. And some homeboys looking for trouble down here from the Bronx. But there ain't no Harry and no Virgin Mary. You won't hear those voices again. And Johnny Rio and Rotten Rita, you never see those faces again. This Halloween is something to be sure. Especially to be here without you. There's the born again losers and the lavender boozers and some crack team from Washington Heights. The boys from Avenue B, the girls from Avenue D, are Tinkerbell and Tights. This celebration somehow gets me down. Especially when I see you're not around. There's no Peter Pedantic saying things romantic in Latin, Greek, or Spick. There's no three bananas or Brandon Alexander dishing all their tricks. It's a different feeling that I have today Especially when I know you've gone away There's a girl from Soho with a t-shirt saying I blow She's with the Jive 5, 2 plus 3 And the girl for pay dates are giving cut rates Or else doing it for free The past keeps knock, knock, knocking on my door I don't want to hear it anymore No consolations, please, for feeling funky I gotta get my head above my knees But it makes me mad and that makes me sad And then I start to freeze In the back of my mind I was afraid it might be true In the back of my mind I was afraid that they meant you Halloween parade at the Halloween parade at the Halloween parade. See you next year at the Halloween.